Good morning. It is Saturday, March 14th. This is John Watson, and this is the audio version of my blog post, Death by Tech, entitled, When You Don't Need Security is When You Need Security. If you want to see the text version of this, and sometimes I refer to images that are in the text version, you can find it at johnwatson.substack.com. And there's no H in my name, so j-o-n-watson.substack.com. All right, let's get into it. When you don't need security is when you need security. I worked at a number of jobs when I was younger, before I finally ended up in my technology career. I think most of us go through a bunch of similar jobs growing up, such as working in the hospitality industry is a really popular one. While I did have a burgeoning career in cooking, I was actually a sous chef at one point, I left that at one point and I got into physical security. I joined the Army Reserves, aka the militia in Canada, not to be confused with the American-style prepper gunnut militias, but the actual reserve component of the Canadian Forces, as a part-time job. And for my full-time job, I worked in a lot of different things over the years, but for many years, I worked as a security guard. I'm not in the physical security field anymore, but there's a lesson I learned during that time that has stuck with me for my entire career, and it still serves me well today in the InfoSec field, and it's the topic of this post. When I was toiling away in the middle of the night as a security guard at hospitals and truck compounds and stuff like that, my supervisor would stop in a few times a night. He'd always want to see my rounds report, also make sure I'm still alive. A lot of these were single <laughs> single security guard sites. And whenever he looked at my rounds report, he, he'd frequently tell me to put more detail into it. And I'd say, but there's nothing to say. Nothing happened. What am I supposed to write in here? And he'd tell me, nothing happened because there's a security guard roaming around. You're here randomly looking for trouble. We need to make sure the client knows that. So eventually I got out of my security guard mindset, which was very immediate. Here's a problem, fix it, move on. And I started thinking more like a manager. I don't know who hired our company to provide security at these sites, but someone did. And that person presumably has to justify that cost to someone periodically. So I started to realize that the measure of success for that person's decision to hire us and keep hiring us is that nothing happens. But you know what's really hard to justify at budget meetings? Spending money on something when nothing happens. I internalized that and I started putting more detail into my reports at that point because I started envisioning that person defending our contract and defending my wage, effectively defending my job. So I started recording when I noticed a padlock unlocked, or a car I hadn't seen before driving by the compound a little too slowly, or maybe an office door open that usually was not. I wanted to give that person a good idea of what they were paying for and give them tools to continue paying us, basically. I envisioned the finance people at the meeting denying the security budget because some reason like, we don't need that, nothing happens anyhow. This problem isn't just a security problem. It exists in many areas, and, and a really obvious area that's easy to talk about is infectious disease. I'm recording and writing this post during the coronavirus pandemic, but I'm not going to jump on that train and talk about that. Instead, I'm going to talk about measles. There's a group of people in the world, I think we've all heard of them, they're called anti-vaxxers, they are anti-vaccination people, and for a variety of reasons, they believe vaccinations are bad for us and they don't vaccinate themselves or their kids. Within the last couple of years, we've seen this uh, anti-vaxxer community grow quite a bit, especially in the United States. And this group, by and large, decided that inoculating the population against measles wasn't no longer, was no longer necessary because nobody has measles anymore. Well, guess what happens when you remove the thing that is making nothing happen? Stuff starts to happen. And you end up with a measles outbreak in one of the most medically advanced countries in the world. In the text blog post, I have a graph from the Center for Disease Control 
that shows the number of cases of measles per year and a massive spike in 2019 when this anti-vaccination sentiment against measles was at its peak. And included in this, the CDC also states that the majority of cases were among people who were not vaccinated against measles. So that's the takeaway. Nothing was happening, aka no one was getting measles, because something very important was actually happening, and that's the vaccinations. So back to InfoSec. It's really, really hard to put a value on security. It's true in physical security, and it's true in InfoSec. When security works, nothing happens. And it's really hard to predict what could have happened if the security was not in place, or the value of the damage that this thing that did not happen could possibly have caused. It's a very difficult thing to wrap up and present to stakeholders. There's, there's a number of techniques that InfoSec workers use to prevent things from happening. And one of the kind of standard models that's used uh, in many areas is called the kill chain or the cyber kill chain or the intrusion kill chain. It's, it's an InfoSec adaptation of the military kill chain, which is basically a series of steps that an attacker has to go through to get from, I've got this idea, to actually uh, taking action on their objectives. So in the military, these are things like, I need to get people here, and I need trucks there, and I need artillery pieces there, and I need satellite recon photos here, and, and, and there's a step that military commanders get to. Intrusion kill chain is very, very similar. It starts with reconnaissance. And further steps... And further steps can't take place unless the previous step has taken place. InfoSec is effective because it severs the kill chain at the earliest possible opportunity, and that renders the attacker unable to complete its mission. InfoSec security guards. InfoSec are kind of like security guards. I know InfoSec workers are not going to like hearing that, and maybe that's not a fair analogy, but you know, it's kind of the same idea. We're here looking for bad things that are happening and mitigating them. So InfoSec people identify reconnaissance activity and mitigate it. So nothing happens, because the attacker can't get enough intel to proceed to step two and weaponize this attack. At my work, we sometimes see customers decide to let their web application firewall, their WAF subscription, lapse. And some of them actually cite cost as the factor. Not that it's too expensive, but that there's no perceived value. They spend money, but nothing happens. A measurable chunk of these people come back a month later with an infected website. There's credit card skimmers on their website. There's phishing pages. What they didn't know was before, the WAF broke the kill chain for them. And when they removed it, the attackers were able to advance along the kill chain and complete their attack. But because the WAF was working when they had it, the perception is that nothing happened. So there was no monetary value in maintaining the subscription. So let's bring this all together. What's my point? My point is reporting. Uh, these are just a few examples, the, the uh, infectious disease and the infosec uh, examples. But they show that reporting matters. A lack of incidents just doesn't get notices to get noticed. We need to find a way to report the unnoticeable things that are preventing noticeable things from happening. The CDC graph and the accompanying narrative does a good job of this. It shows there's a correlation between the measles outbreak and a, and a drop in vaccinations. It's much harder to do this with InfoSec because it's more difficult to determine what's a deliberate recon or recon and what is just weird traffic or a bad bot. And even more importantly, if you're reporting an incident further along the kill chain, then a reconnaissance activity, you're effectively reporting that something did happen, despite the measures in place, but you still mitigated it at later steps. It's no secret that I use the Sukuri WAF to protect my sites, and we go out of our way to provide reporting to our customers because we understand this. They need to know that there's a reason nothing is happening to their site.
On the text blog post, I have a screen capture of the real-time traffic against one of my sites uh, as I wrote this. And we can see there's a couple blocks in there. The firewall is working right now. So to sum this all up, InfoSec workers and managers need to provide some level of reporting to stakeholders. This can be tough to do because many times when something trips an IDS, that's an intrusion detection system, InfoSec workers investigate, determine it was just a harmless port scan, and close the alert. This is directly analogous to at the very beginning of the post when I said I was doing physical security, I'd find an office open, I'd kind of poke my head in, make sure nothing happened, close and lock the door. I would just assume that the person forgot to lock the door when they left for the day. But that port scan should be recorded somewhere, not because it may escalate later, although it could, but because stakeholders need to know that they were port scanned. They were targeted, either deliberately against them or they just happened to be in a block of IPs that were scanned. And the defense measures they had in place mitigated that attack right at the first link of the kill chain, stopped the reconnaissance so nothing more could happen. That's what stakeholders are paying for, so they need to know that they're getting something for their money. That completes the uh, security blog post for today. I hope you enjoyed it.